One time we were taking a group of the Chinese to Brother Sebastian's, and I was running a little late, so I messaged them. I say, I'm going to be a little late. So I go up, and, and I'm like 10 minutes late, and they're all waiting outside. And I'm like, well, what's go- why didn't you go inside? Are you waiting on me? I told you to go inside. Where they go? And they, Brother Sebastian, they piped that chanting music outside. It's a monastery type. And they said, well, we're waiting for the religious people inside to finish their, oh, wow. their, their music, their, ch- their prayers wow. before. No, that's just piped out music. through the smoke and haze i had to find my n95 mask again it's not even COVID. it's the smoke out there we're at the do space today we're going to get international for everybody on omapod we've got a special guest advisor to governors to the mayor international expert joe chaprin welcome to omapod he's currently vice president of international relations for a company called integrated trade finance We're going to talk sister cities. We're going to talk Nebraska, Omaha's reputation internationally. We've got the man to do it. Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me here, Tony. And I guess it's something we hear a lot on the news. Even recently, the mayor was at one of... How many sister cities do we have, I guess, first of all? We've got seven sister cities right now. We've got six sister cities and one that's called a friendship city, and that's like the precursor sometimes to a sister city. So we have Braunschweig, Germany, Chalet, Lithuania, Nice, Ireland, Jalapa, Mexico, Yantai, China, and Insigne, Omaha, and France. And then Carlantini, Italy is right now a friendship city, and then we're in the process in probably the next few months to convert it all the way to an official sister city. And when I say official sister city, that's recognized by an international association. I was going to say, who even is the arbiter yeah, there's, of, there's of a, Yeah, there's an international association of sister cities. So they have requirements, but also they help you. If you want to find a sister city in a certain country, they'll go and help you out. But so a lot of it's just setting the guidelines. Uh, they're mom and dad, essentially. Yeah, where, pretty where much. Or the children. And and what were you involved in that process to get these going? A lot of this starts with some type of ties to community abroad. A lot of times it's a family that immigrated a long time ago, or sometimes it's some trade, business trades going on between some areas. And so there's an application process. You can go online and apply. That's what we've got it to now. If we go back to 1965, Shizuoka was our first one. I don't think it was tied down. It was effort. A handshake and a shot of sake. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Sister cities. Sisters. Yeah, but that's the longest been 1965. And actually, that's why I'm, besides my title that you mentioned, I am a board member of Omaha Sisters of Cities Association. I try to give back and try to help out because my life totally changed because of the Sister Cities. I went into UNO and got involved with international business as a major, and I found out about a scholarship program to go study at Omaha's sister city in Japan is Shizuoka. And then UNO has a tie to Shizuoka University. And so every year there's a scholarship. I went over and studied in Shizuoka for two years. Wow. And then it just changed my life. I got into international business. I worked at the state for 18 years on international trade for the previous three governors at the Department of Economic Development. But it really just changed my life. I went and studied out Europe after that. I've been to 30 countries. And what do they get out of the experience of having us as their sibling city? Sister Cities is set up to take away the news or the government spin or whatever. You get to know the real people. And the more you know, you go around the world, you find out people are the same all over, whether there's political issues with certain countries. Everyone wants their kids to have a good education, get a good job, have safety. So everybody wants the same thing. 
I went over in the end of 1990, and so the, the Gulf War was going on. And there's just, there was some bad images of America at that time. I was doing interviews in the newspapers and stuff over there, and I got to see more of the real American. Okay, it's not just what the government's saying or the newspapers. This is a real guy. And, and you go out and you meet the people in the community. They get to know Americans and people from Omaha. And Omaha's a great place, Midwestern type of personality and mentality and honesty and friendliness. And that's what Sister Cities is set up to do, is to get these exchanges where it's real people to people. When you're with a principal, a governor, a mayor, they're meeting with government representatives, business representatives. How big is it to have that high of a leader overseas to represent us? Of course, political leaders are important anywhere, but you go over, for example, to East Asia, and it's in much higher regard. In fact, you go to some countries in East Asia where a, a U.S. governor is considered almost a presidential cabinet level. You go over and it's a big deal. And many times if you go to some touchy countries, let's just say that, you're working with the State Department to do things appropriately, take the right steps. But the good part of it is you go over and you got that gravitas. You got the governor or mayor going. And so that's why when you hear about the governors doing trade missions and Governor Pillen is picking up the torch and doing the same as the previous few governors, it's a big deal because you open doors that can't be opened. If you have an exporter from Nebraska going overseas and you're trying to meet the the president of a large company in Japan, for example, and you're trying to get them to start selling your product or license your technology, whatever it is, it may be sometimes hard to do. But if all of a sudden they get an invite from the U.S. Embassy and our ambassador is going to be here and their governor is going to be there, the president will show up. And okay. so you get those meetings that you can't get on your own. And and deals are done. Is a lot of that known beforehand, well, essentially, or is there yeah, big well, negotiations? To be honest, I'll be very open. Part of the, for lack of a better word, the part of the game, a lot of what you're really trying to do is lay seeds for the future, introductions to companies, to new potential partners, but at the same time, you want to show success. And the stuff you've been working on maybe for a couple years that are coming to fruition, you go over and you do these signing ceremonies and things like that, and then, to be honest, it looks good in the press, everyone's happy and celebratory, and it really helps bridge the business communities, but you're planting the seeds for the stuff that you're hoping they're signing ceremonies for in a year or two down the road. And the mayor is meeting the mayor of the sister city. Are they comparing notes on leadership styles, or is it more just get to know you? Do they keep in touch oh, through the year? Oh, they, they do, and there's a lot of exchanges. It's headlines when our mayor is heading out, but there's many groups that come over from our sister cities throughout the year. And there's all sorts of types of relationships you'd be surprised about. There's a group going over that just went over to Braunschweig, Germany, and they're trying to start a computer programming and robotics project with Omaha North High. And so they would come and bring a delegation over. And luckily, we have mayors and governors that have always been very welcome to, to welcome these international groups, and that really helps. And so then all these uh, efforts that you don't see in the press, they get developed and you get these educational exchanges. You get UNMC. We did a lot of stuff with actually a sister province, not a city, but in Shangxi, we have a, uh, Nebraska's a sister province. And they have these healthcare ch- exchanges where they're going over and teaching primary healthcare, uh, how we do things in the U.S. to China and best practices and things like that. And so there's a lot of stuff you don't see, but it takes the mayor and the governors to do these trips to get the, the headlines and the interaction with the leaders on that side. And then it's the day-to-day guys that are going back and forth and really getting these exchanges set up. When you're briefing a governor or preparing them, 
how much of it is just the protocol of the formality of the introductions and that type yeah. of thing? Is there much of that? Yo, you got to do that. You're, everyone knows you know, you get how to hand cards in Japan with two hands and all that. So some of it's protocol, but more of it is what are we trying to get going here? You're like, okay, what's a good trade mission? The south of France sounds good That's, in spring. Put me uh, on that. You I need mean, media yeah, for yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. I can tell you this, that we had governors that would come to our department, the Department of Agriculture, when I was at the Department of Economic Development, and they'd say, where do we need? to go to get business happening for the state. And wherever it is, they'll go. And so we had the outreach to the business community. And so what happens, is you, yeah, you'd need to brief them on the protocol, but you need to brief them in their meetings on what are we trying to get here? Because if it's an ask from the governor or a mayor, it's, it's a lot of weight behind it. So whether it's some type of educational exchange or medical exchange with UNMC or business, Valmont's trying to meet like a ministry of water resources to make them understand how to save more water with, with, with mechanized irrigation, all those kind of things. You need to brief them on the key points, and that's what they end up sharing in those meetings. I, having worked with Uber during Berkshire, I would say internationally, we used to have drivers would get foreign people coming in who would want to just go idle outside Buffett's house just to oh, be near it. Yeah. What's, we what talk the, about funny stories. Buffett in certain countries is, is treated like just like yeah. a god, and especially in China. Yes. And so, as a lot of people know, and so they. Berkshire has three or 4,000 people come over from China alone every year. And so I remember one time we were on a bus and we were driving. They wanted to drive past Buffett's house. And it's pouring rain. It's everything. So we're like, all right, we'll slow down. All of a sudden, I'm in the back. I'm getting ready for making sure we're going to go to Warner for a tour and all this stuff. And I'm on the phone making sure our next meetings are all set up. And all of a sudden... I'm looking, and people are getting off the bus. I'm like, what's going on? So they surrounded Buffett's house and pictures and the rain and security at Buffett's house. Didn't know what to do. They got all these Chinese yeah. cameras. Oh, it's a... It like was Beverly a, Hills Star yeah. Tours, just <laughs> yeah, as one fun. guy's house. Yeah, exactly. Is he considered his own nation state at this point, or did you have dealings with him on some of these issues? Well, luckily, we utilize, as a state and a city, the Berkshire meetings to bring in executives from yeah. overseas all the time because they just show what a vibrant community is, and you get these business leaders from all around the world. It's a good time to do that. And I know we, back when I was with the state, Warren Buffett allowed us to use his uh, quote and his face on some marketing material, which went a long way in China and stuff. So yeah, we try to, whatever is we can use in certain countries, we try to. Were you ever in a pot spot or uncomfortable situation unexpectedly geopolitically, or was it always usually pretty steady oh, when you <laughs> decided to make such a trip? For the most part, it's usually very comfortable because at the end of the day, especially if it's we, the trade missions for the governors are usually more business focused and everyone's looking at, at a business and that's that's a common common denominator right there. And if you're the mayor going over, it's, it's you're going to sister cities, you're going to places where there's good relations. And so most of the time it's pretty OK. The only time it gets sensitive once in a while is if you're going to mainland China and then you're going to try to go to Taiwan yeah. at the same time and we did that uh, during my 18 years at the state we did that two or three times and you the, even speak of that or well not no, we, you, you try not to but yeah. it's it is very well brought up and, okay. and there's a lot of pressure to be honest from to say don't go, don't there go there yeah and yeah. don't invest there or let them wow and yeah yeah so it get it got pretty intense on some and you basically they're addressing the governor of the state and they know that's 
our head of state, uh, and is that, or is it at, well, at a lower level? What we try to do, let's say you're going to, to mainland China and then and, and Taiwan, and you, you try to say this is a U.S. governor, it's not a, it's national, na- not the national government here. Yeah. But in in China, they don't look at it like that. I was going to say that. Are they even familiar no. with that? Concept? Well, they're familiar, but they don't yeah. look at it like that. They, so you have an elected official that is coming over here and it's just not appropriate and you say let's listen it's not we're, there's no politics on this trip we're trying to sell beef to hungry people right we're trying to do trade and investment back and forth we're not making a political stance but anything that's the tricky situation and it's just it's tough to deal with but you just try to get through and make everyone happy which luckily with some political support on the national level we were able to do just wanted to you, maybe throw a couple events out there, yeah, just no, a real I, quick. I, so in regards to the Sister Cities, we mentioned who they are, but I think that the main thing that Sister Cities is set up to do, we talk about the mayor's trips and all these high-level delegations and sometimes educational exchanges, but at the end of the day, we're trying to benefit the general population. And so there's a number of events that happen throughout the year. Sometimes they're totally put on by the Omaha Sister Cities Association. Other times they're partnered up with uh, different groups like Santa Lucia Festival Group, the American German Society is huge. So sometimes it's a co-effort, sometimes it's on the own. But a couple that were coming up, I think you're interested in that. Yeah, but on, we'll put a link on our site too, but please tell yeah, us. On September 16th, there's the One Community Festival at the Jean Leahy Mall. And I think it's the third one. I think it was the last couple of years had to be some other location, but it's back at the Jean Leahy Mall. And that one is Omaha Sister Cities Association supporting it quite a bit. But I think the main organizer on that one is the, the Chinese Association. They're a very great, good, active group. Linda Steele is the president, uh, and she's always proactive in getting things going on in the community. But they're going to have everything. They have dancing from Vietnam, Spain, Mexico, and Japan. They're having France. is having a variety show. Wow. I don't know what that means. Ooh la la. Um, yeah, exactly. There's a global fashion show. I gotta see um, that. Yeah, and they're going to have food and things for food and things to buy from the different countries. And so there, there's about 20 different countries that are going to be down there. So that's September 16th. And, and these are free. Oh, yeah, you just go just down there. Anybody can go down and see it. Yeah, you just go down there. And then on October 7th and 8th is another big event that I think the community should be aware of. There's a Japanese Ambiance Festival at Loritzen Gardens. And I, so that one is the one where kind of the Japan and Shizuoka focus group at Omaha Sister Cities is really the main group behind that. And we're, of course, working with Loritzen Gardens. It's a really neat event. It's a couple-day event. And they'll have the taiko drums, the big drums. And they'll have calligraphy writing. And they'll have or origami, they'll have martial art demonstrations. So you can go down and see all the different Japanese booths, but then there's also a schedule on their website that will show the different events, like when the drummers are going, when the martial arts, when the dancers, when the singers. But that's a neat event, I think. So those are the kind of the two main ones for the public we're trying to really promote. Yeah, that's great. Perfect. We'll, as I said, have a link on our newsletter. And just for anyone maybe exploring travel to one of these, there are any maybe discounts, not the right word, but if we're traveling to a sister city, is there something we should know to do or go I would, that we know, say, hey, we're from Omaha? Oh, yeah. I, the thing is to yeah, do it up front, right? So yeah. I would get a hold of the Omaha Sister City Association. There's contacts on our website. Within the sister cities, I'm a board member, but there's also committees for each city. And it's really the people that know the city very well. Many times, of course, there'll be somebody from the city. And let you know, let them know you're going there. And then they'll, they'll 
either give you some activities you should do or introduce you. One time it was on a totally touristy deal. We went to Shizuoka and I was with some friends and then they laid out the welcome wagon. They had some extra special event for us and a special wow. tour. Yeah, so I would definitely do that. Yeah. Joe, the chaperon, thank you so much. That was a great discussion, really interesting, and I want to have you back over time to keep us up to date on other things going on and what you make of the international situation. But thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure to be here. I look forward to coming back. Thanks All so right. much, Tom. Thanks, Joe. Yep.